and welcome to Spook Squad, your one-stop shop for all things paranormal. You're here with me, Colin, and alongside me is the lovely and wonderful Laura. <laughs> I had to say her name because she's too busy laughing at herself. I'll stick in Y right now. Let's go to the Wombo. Let's go to the Wombo. Get ready. Get steady. Get ready. Everybody wonder. So as you can hear, Chad, a good little singer song. I didn't know. I, I didn't realise. I didn't realise. John introduces that anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> Too embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> So the show's going to be all night on. <laughs> oh, God almighty, I'm crying. Right, Do I'm you know going... what? I might put the back tune in where you're singing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember what I was singing now. Let's get ready to rumble. Oh, yeah. Everyone heard it. Let's get ready to rumble. So we're on the fifth day. I hope you got your shoes outside no. because you're either going to get a pole or you'll get something nice. What are you on about? You obviously didn't listen to yourself when you talked about Krampus, did you? No. On the fifth day of Christmas, he comes around and he puts something in the shoe. And if you get a pole, you're a bad kid. If you get something nice, you're a good kid. Well, I looked at my shoes there thinking, why am I putting them outside for? They'll, yeah. get, they'll get wet. So it's the fifth day. Put your shoes outside. <laughs> I'm going to put my shoes outside. They'll get wet. And actually, to be fair, I'm wearing crocodiles. It's not, not raining really outside. Yeah, but I'm wearing crocodiles, so it doesn't matter really, does it? Well, not really. But anyway, right on. we're back with another story, or another tale, or another possible haunt. I don't even ask you, like, so it could be fucking anything. <laughs> I did have another big story that I was tempted to read, but I'll save that for later on in the Okay. In the, in the oh, I'm excited for it. Quite a good one, actually. I, I, I kind of got like thinking, it makes you think, let's not order online again. Um, don't say that to me. Oh, well. There's all that online, and there's all that online. This one's quite a freaky story. So you'll hear that at some point during this Christmas countdown. Stay tuned for that. But today we're going to talk about the Mistletoe Bride, Brams Hill House. Okay. I'm excited. So, I'm intrigued. In the early 17th century, a young woman named Anne was to be married on Christmas Day at the Brams Hill House in Hampshire, England. Mm-hmm. After the ceremony and feast, as tradition at the time, the guests were all set to carry the bride to the bedchamber. Anne suggested a game be played and asked for a five-minute head start before the guests came to find her. Everyone searched long and hard for Anne. Now, just for everyone to know, this game was hide-and-seek, by the way. Right, okay. Okay. So she suggested a game and she wanted a five-minute head start before any guests came to find her. Now, back then, the tradition was whoever found her got the kisser. Oh, fucking just, just being married and just cheating already. Yeah, so that obviously isn't added in anymore because I've read this story before. Ah. Everyone searched long and hard for her, but no sign of her could be found. At first, they thought she had played a merry trick, but soon a sense of unease fell over the guests. The bridegroom, Lord Lovewell. <laughs> Lord Lovewell. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Lord Lovell oh, I was gonna <laughs> say was distraught and guests began to whisper that she must have fled. <laughs> you normally do that before you marry. Yeah, you don't wait till you're married. It's too expensive. Yeah. Days, weeks, months and years passed. Shut up, yes. 
Fucking hell, she's a good. She's fucking the world's fucking child and sick child. And Lord Lovell Love. never stopped looking for his bride. One day, some 50 years later, after a disappearance, Lord Lovell went Love. up in the, into his huge attic of the sprawling mansion where he be began tapping on an oak panelling. As he knocked, a long hidden secret door sprung open. Shut up. And inside, he found an ornate wooden chest. He pried open the heavy wooden lid, and there, still in her wedding dress, and clutching her mistletoe bouquet, were the skeleton remains of his beloved. The scratch marks on the inside of the lid of the chest asserted to her disappearance, with fruitful efforts to free herself from her hiding space. Shut up! That woman is believed every Christmas to walk the halls. I'm not fucking surprised. But why did she wait until she was found to walk the damn halls? 50 years! All I've got from that is she's the fucking hide-and-seek champion of the world. 50 years to find that and she was stuck in a chest inside a wall and... Wait, who no the fuck's gonna find, find her? her? Even no fucking one. Lord Lovin, Lovell, Lovell, Lovey, whatever yeah. he's called, Lovey Dovey, didn't even know the fucking room was there? Yeah, and bear in mind, it's a very big mansion, apparently, um, Brams, Brams Hill House. Never heard of it. So, what it, that story was quite uh, weak, actually. Um, basically, so the game they played is, it, it involved the mistletoe. I gathered that because she had the mistletoe. Yeah, but right. it doesn't explain that. Uh, that's the whole point of the game of hide and seek. They decided that that would be the game of hide and seek. Uh -huh. So she would go and hide who found her got the kiss out because she had the mistletoe. But. Right, okay. Obviously, no one ever found her. No. She died. Mm -hmm. She waited till she was found 50 years later and then decided she was going to haunt the place every Christmas. Now, the thing with this is that this story um, is widespread and there's quite a few places claims that she haunts the properties. Believe it or not. Well, why did why why wait until she was found? The fucking I don't care. She was a fucking wrestler. She died fucking like that. Why wouldn't she fucking roam the halls before she was found? Well, say it to my fucking husband here, mate. You couldn't fucking find us. I was in a fucking chest. Did it not smell? I thought. I, I mean, I believe it would. But you're talking about 17th century here. I mean, you wouldn't have been known for hygiene. Well, I suppose you'd stink anyway, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean. You would have still been slapping out. Ugh. Pooing in a bucket and chucking it out your window. You know, I don't suppose I would have had toilets. Wait, in the mansion you might. Wouldn't you not? I or I'm just chabbing. In the 17th century, I don't know. I don't know. It's not something. Did not they so have toilets in them days? Did they even. So know? there's a picture of the actual. Ah, oh, right, okay. So that is quite a big mansion. So yeah. So she would have been found up at the tops. Yeah. But would you not think you'd, you, you obviously, your wedding, they're the carrying you to bed on your wedding night. Because, mm -hmm. you know, for the for the, the fun hoo ha. Why would she want to hide somewhere really hard? Why wouldn't she just want to be just. I but I, I blame her for this. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you want to be found? That's the whole idea, you get found. Yeah, you, you, you don't play to, like, fucking be sat there all night. Yeah. I, I, nah. She's getting a kiss out of it and someone else is. I mean, what a husband to be 
like accepting that for one anyway. I mean, most husbands would have been like, no. Mate, you've <laughs> just married me. You're not fucking sitting with Miss. <laughs> you stick your lips on him, I'm doing a Henry on you. Um, well, that's a bit extreme. He was a fucking knackerfan. I'm not getting sick of him. <laughs> yes, yesterday's story, Laura went on a right run. Well, he's a so, fucking tiffy. It does say here, yeah, however, as much as we love Christmas ghosts, some festive importance don't spring from the pages of a book because this place, Bramsall House, uh, is believed to have a big tradition of Christmas uh, ghost stories from Morsellan Victorian novels to terror-filled TV specials of today with a festive season. just isn't right without a tale or two of the undead. So apparently it's had, maybe not this story directly, but the actual place has, has been used and mentioned in many ghost huntings. Mm. Can we go and hunt there? Can we go hunt there? Uh-huh. We can always ask. I mean, Jesus, we might need some uh, liability insurance on that one. Yeah, okay. Um, I, just... I feel really sorry for her, but I feel it's our own piss and fault. So... How would you just get in the box? We couldn't get fucking bagged Because it's obviously closed. How did she get in the box behind the wall and get locked in it? How the fuck did she know where it was? How did she shut the damn wall? Exactly. I I just, There's another murder. It's that man. That's Santa's added again. Murder. <laughs> so there have been counts of, of a ghostly white lady repeatedly passing through the Ferdilis room. In the Ferdilis. Reportedly, Michael Michael first of Romania asked to be moved to another room during stay there in order not to be disturbed by the young woman in white who passed through his bedroom every night. That round. It did. The bride supposedly announces her spectacle arrival with her favourite scent, Lily of the Valley. Mate, she wouldn't be fucking dead if she didn't fucking trap herself into her fucking chest. And that is very true, but I just don't understand why Michael first of Romania was that snotty nose that even when a ghost went through, he was like, hey, move my room, please. We might have been scared. It doesn't say he was scared. It says he was in order not to be disturbed. Wait. So he's you... obviously sitting there looking at this going, going oh, you peasant. Wait, would you want to be sitting trying to go to sleep when a fucking woman floating through your room? Aye. Oh, I wouldn't have like, made fuck off. I'm sleeping. Shall not get your tits off for the lads? She doesn't look that fucking pretty. Right. She's got a titty out there by the looks of it. Or is that a nipple? What's that? That there? Yeah. That, I don't know. That's a nipple, that. She's got oh, a That's a fucking shite dress. Wait, she wanted to kiss her other family first. So She's a fuck. Is she? Henry the, we had Henry the Eighth yesterday, the man or Now we've got fucking the bride slag. Yeah. Um. So, however, in a tried and tested tradition of running, running, ruining Christmas, the tale of the ghostly bride has a few potholes. Some believe that the bride, not to be that of Anne Cope, but of Guinevere Orsini. Oh, Guinevere. Sorry, I butchered that. Who was married in 1727. Rather than hiding and dying in the house, the ghost and the chest was brought to Brams Hill from Italy. The name of a ghostly bride changes frequently between accounts. In one breath, Anne, in another, Genevieve. In one book, it's an English bride, and another, an imported Italian one. Oh! So we'll never know, or you'll never know. I've 
and the course just... days. So, yes, I would love to hunt there because technically, couldn't you find? You could try and find out what her name was. You could, yeah. It could be, that would be interesting to know the answer to that. But I don't even know where it is. Mm, uh, Bramson. Bramson. Where's that? I don't know. Please. Doesn't it say it? I think. That's uh, Let's have a look. We're sorry about it. So she asks silly questions. I'd just like to know. Hampshire. Where? Hampshire. Where the fuck's that? In the UK. Whereabouts? Yeah, I mean, it does say it's home to one of UK's most renowned festive spooks. Yeah, but if I want to know where some it is, I want to, I want the exact okay. location. I tell you what, we'll, where's we'll, it near? Go on while we're on talking. Do you want to keep them entertained for while I'm doing this? Go for it. I've had enough of asking questions and not getting the answer straight away, people, because fucking people don't listen to us. <laughs> You're looking at me there. Fucking hell. So. I don't know, but it's got very expensive houses down there. Well, it's obviously London where is it? Show us on the map. Put that it in the map. map. Put it back a base. Zoom out. Zoom out. Keep going. I don't know where it is yet. Keep going. It's at the bottom of the country. It's at the bottom of the country. It's ages away. We're not going there. How are you? You drive half Oh, drive piss off. Piss off on that. I don't like your driving. This is why. Excuse me. You, you were, drive. Last time I drove, you were drunk. I, I don't know. I don't know. What, what do you mean? I and I drove pretty well, actually. I got more mileage on the on the thing than what you did. Did I? Did yeah. I? Who did? Me. I don't know. On the way back, we were hitting at like an average of 38 point something miles per gallon. Shut up. That's immense in my car. Exactly. Do you know what it got the day? What? It was... I got it to work this morning and it was 15 miles per gallon. Do you know what? Right. Honestly, I say this every time on the podcast and I am surprised we're still talk to be fair, because like, sometimes just... Your driver's insane. What have I done? Just just being you. I've got the cute dog on your screen. Oh, it's gone. It's gone now. Oh, that's a shame. Anyway, back to... Uh, lady uh, in red. Is she red? Is it? No, white. Oh, lady in red. I don't know why lady in red just popped in my head there. Why would you? She's a bride. Some brides like to wear red. I like black. Not in the 17th century. Oh, no, you've got to be very pristine in your white. Yeah. That's if you haven't had intercourse. I mean, to be fair, marrying you would be like not knowing if you were going to a funeral or a wedding. <laughs> hey, I watched TikTok the day, right? And it was something about Morticia, because obviously the whole Wednesday thing's come out, and it was Morticia. Adams? Yeah. She sang a lullaby that kid, children who were born on Wednesday are unhappy for the West, rest of the life. I was born on a Wednesday. <laughs> I oh, feel that's I feel matches. that's fitting. Yes, it's definitely fitting for you. Yeah, I don't believe. Well, we have come to the end of another episode. Champ, 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 champ. Thanks. Would you like to inform us what your story is <laughs> next next time? I've no fucking clue. <laughs> I don't know. I can't be asked, but we'll have to back on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be... A good story. <laughs> it's going to be better than what I've said. I mean, to be fair, any fucking story is better than what you say. Because oh, you, yeah, you just fucking make us think. 
Well, my stories are just quick to the point and yours are like, whoa, make your brain work. Well, yeah. I don't want to do that. Keeps your mess, like the mysteries keep you going. Make you like. Yeah, but this is meant to be a spook, not a mystery. Oh my God, we well, should do a mystery. That'd be really fun. Do you know what I really want to do? To be fair, it's paranormal. I mean, the, that story, all right, it was a murder and like we kind of solved it. It didn't take a genius to work it out from the story that we read who not killed really. the kid. Yeah, yeah. But it's still paranormal. Well, yeah, but no, yeah, but no. It's not paranormal to our degree. No, we'd like fucking scary shit. That, well, that is technically scary. Hey, I tell you, someone I was at work the day, right? Oh, my Lord. And I was sat, and there was like this on my face. What's that? I was like, oh, my God, there's a fucking spider on my face. And there was nothing there. But I, I felt like this on my face. And it freaked us out. Do you know what that is? What? A spirit's timeline's crossing over with your timeline and you're touching it up. Fuck <laughs> off, you wanker. With that, Phoebe, we will leave you and say thank you for joining us. Take care, stay safe. Don't let the spooks scare you too much. Bye. Bye. Bye.